Welcome to the Lewis Jonker Podcast. Lewis is a speaker, storyteller, preacher and poet. Hope you get something out of this talk. God, would you speak tonight? Would you be with us? Would I make sense? Would it be good? Can we give a big round of applause to Eternity's Connect Group for the stage design, ladies and gentlemen. They made the, they made the paper train. I forgot about it, but I saw it in the cupboard. I got it out. Take a seat, take a seat, take a seat, take a seat, take a seat. Okay, let me uh, let me see who's in the room. If you're a first child, firstborn, raise your hand. Firstborn, oh, look at you lot, natural leaders, natural leaders. You know what you want, I'm a firstborn. I'm a firstborn, what are youngest, any youngest in the room? Youngest, spoiled brats, spoiled brats, middle children, middle children. Ah, the forgotten generation. The forgotten generation. Oh, we're going to have some fun tonight. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Henry. Oh, I'm going to tell you a story. The story is roughly based off a story in Genesis. And I say roughly because the, the story is only really eight verses. But I went and did a lot of research. And so I learned a lot more about the story than just the eight verses. So I need to tell you the story. And the story goes like this. Adam and Eve, they get to know each other. They get to really know each other. And they have a baby. Because they got to know each other. And when people get to know each other, you have to be careful because it can lead to a baby. Now, now, hey, settle down, settle. It's real talk in here, real talk. And their firstborn, they had this baby and they named him Cain. Cain, and Cain means like, it sort of means possession to acquire, to grab hold of. So you can imagine um, Eve, she's, she's, she's gotten to know Adam, and all of a sudden her belly's growing, and she's going, what the heck is this thing? And then all of a sudden, a child pops out, and she's excited, she's like, yay, a firstborn, firstborns are awesome, Someone's going to look after this planet after we die. Yes, a firstborn. Yes, we got Cain. I'm going to take possession of this. I've acquired this. That's what Cain means. He's like, he's the firstborn. He's going to inherit his dad's land. He's going to inherit his dad's farm. He's the firstborn. He's the man. He's the leader. He's good. He's got it rocking. Then Adam and Eve get to know each other a little bit more. They must have had fun the first time. And they have... Another baby. But this is the second child. And Adam and Eve, by this point, they're bored of kids. And so they name the second kid Abel. And Abel means meaningless. Meaningless. Meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. They had Cain, firstborn, he's awesome. And they had Abel, meaningless. Cain grew up and he got to look after his dad's farm. Adam, Adam, his dad, Adam, his dad said, here, take my farm. He's growing some crops. He's, he's making, he is making some wheat. Cain's out in the farm. He's growing crops. He's got all the land. He's going to build a city. He's the firstborn. He gets all the inheritance. He gets everything. He's out there making wheat bicks. Wheat bicks. But they send Abel out to the sheep. 
He gets to look after the sheep. They're not even in a pen. He just has to go where they go. If a lion comes, he has to fight the lion. So he gets a little bit strong, but he's left out in the field. Like no one cares about Abel. No one talks to Abel. He's out with the sheep. It's dirty. It's messy. Cain, he gets to live on the family farm in the, um, in the, in the um, cottage. What's a better name for that? The house, the manor. And Abel, meaningless, he gets to go sleep with the sheep. And one day Cain decides, I've got a good life. I'm living the dream. I've got my dad's field. I'm going to inherit all this land, pretty much the whole earth, because I'm like the first kid that was ever born. And um, I'm going to build cities and I'm going to have like descendants and they're going to populate the earth. I'm the firstborn. I'm the man. I better thank God. So he goes out into his field and he takes... He's got like 100 boxes of wheat bix that he's produced in his factory. And he takes one of the boxes and he takes it to God and he says, God, to thank you, I'm going to give you a box of wheat bix. And God says, um, thanks. And he doesn't really pay attention to Cain. And everyone pays attention to Cain, but God didn't pay attention to Cain. And so Cain's like, why is God ignoring me? And then Abel's out in the field with his sheep and he sees his brother taking a box of wheat bix to God and he's like, I can do better. And he kills a sheep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he really like rips in with the knife and he carries the sheep and he brings it to God and God's like, now that I like. That, that I like. He's like, you know, Cain's out here, he's just had a shower in his house and he's like really clean and he's got his box of wheat bix and he's like, God, and God's like, nah. But, but Abel comes in and he's covered in blood and he's carrying a sheep and it's like, it's, it's, it's still a little bit alive actually. He's got, <laughs> and God's like, something about that I like. <laughs> you know, God is like, God's loving it. God is loving it. But Cain is furious because Cain is like, this was my idea. It was my idea to give you a gift, God. And Abel's like over here like, oh, but I wanted to give God a gift too. And then Cain's getting angry. And Cain is so angry and his face is fallen and he's angry. And he's so angry at God. And he's so angry at Abel because Abel's getting some attention for once. And God says to Cain, hey, Cain, <laughs> why are you so sad, man? I'd, the accent's changing. <laughs> it's like a cool surfer dude. How do you do? Hey, man. So, uh, uh, no, that's wrong. Um, um, why are you so mad? Um, why, are you, why does your face look like that, man? And God says to Cain, he says, Cain, you lost this round, mate. Your brother bought a better gift, and I don't know why I like dead sheep better. Just today I felt like a dead sheep. And I didn't feel like wheat bix. But come back tomorrow, Cain. Bring me wheat bix tomorrow. I might like you then. Like, it's, you can't win them all, Cain. I know you're the best. I know you think you're top of the world. I know you're the firstborn son. But I want to give Abel a shot too. So I'm not going to show you attention all the time, Cain. It's like, don't be all angry and upset about it, Cain. And Cain's, he's still fuming and he's angry. And he's like, yeah, but God. And God's like, no, Cain, just try again tomorrow, mate. Go speak to your brother. Kill a sheep together. Bring me the sheep. And, God, and God's like, it doesn't matter, Cain. You get all the attention. You're the firstborn. You're going to inherit the earth. It doesn't matter, Cain. Just get over yourself, mate. As if like God is literally just trying to teach him a lesson. And then he says to Cain, Cain, 
darkness is at your doorstep. If you let this anger and this jealousy get the better of you, it will rule over your life. It will take over your life. It will absolutely ruin your life, Cain. If you let this darkness and anger and, and, and bitterness and jealousy, if you let this take hold, Cain, it's gonna ruin you. Don't let it ruin you. Don't let it, don't let it, don't let it go too far, Cain. And Cain's, he's just still bitter and he's angry. And I can just imagine him like nodding at God, but he's still angry. The next day, Cain says to Abel, hey, Abel, come with me to the field. And Abel's a bit naive. He's a little bit silly. He's a bit ditzy. And he's like, okay, let's go to the field. (laughs) And then Cain, Cain, well, Cain lets the anger and bitterness and darkness and evil get the better of him and he gets a rock. And he says, what a beautiful rock and then he puts it down in a garden. (laughs) But then he sees a, a, a giant stick and he picks it up and he says, this would make a great walking stick. But then he sees on Abel's, on Abel's belt, he sees the knife that Abel used to kill the sheep and it reminds him that Abel bought a better gift and that God, God answered all Abel's prayers and he didn't answer his prayers and then it's like, he gets really, really angry and he grabs the knife and he goes, eh! And Abel drops dead. Now, he buries Abel and then God comes a-walking and God's like, hmm, Cain, where's Abel? Now, God already knows because he's God. He just wants Cain to, like, talk to him. And then Cain's like, what am I, his babysitter? And God's like, Cain, I know what you did. I know what you did, Cain. Your brother's blood is crying out from the ground. And then Cain's like, who? And then God's like, now your farming is going to be a lot harder. You're going to have to wander the earth. I'm going to turn my face from you. You've stuffed up Cain. You let evil and darkness get the better of you. You're going to have to wander the earth. And Cain's like, that punishment is too much for me to bear. Like if I go out wandering, everyone's going to kill. Now remember, Abel's been wandering his whole life with the sheep. But Cain's like, what about the bears? <laughs> and, <laughs> and God's like, Cain, I'm going to put a special mark on you. And he puts a nice little zigzag on his forehead. (laughs) He gives him a special mark. And he says, anyone who sees you will know that if they kill you and you've got this special mark, it may not have been a zigzag on his forehead, but could have been something. Could have been. There's just as much chance it was a zigzag on his forehead than anything else, to be totally honest. Zach didn't like that. Sorry, that was not theologically correct. He gave him a mark of unknown descriptance, which I'm going to say was a zigzag on his forehead. And that mark meant that no one could kill him. He was just, he just out there to wander the earth to try and make a name for himself. What is the point of that story? Cain, oh, the band can join me. 
Cain let darkness and evil and anger get the better of him. He let it rule his life. He let the darkness rule his life. He let the bitterness rule his life. He let the anger rule his life. And God knows that Lewis has a fair bit of anger and bitterness and all the, a lot of the time. Um, I've never really contemplated stabbing someone with a knife. But boy, oh boy, if I could just give them a little smack. <laughs> and I need to repent and I need to say sorry because I'm out here being angry and, and bitter and whatever all the time and I'm going to bed frowning and I'm not going to bed smiling. And so I need to say sorry. I need, I need to listen to God because God is saying, Lewis, don't let the anger take over. Don't let the darkness take over. Don't let the evil take over. Lewis, don't go out and, and don't go out and bash people and don't go out and stab people and don't and go, go to bed with a smile on your face, Lewis. God is literally saying to Lewis, he's saying, Lewis, it's weird pretending to be God talking to Lewis. He's saying, Lewis, you win some, you lose some. Some days are bad, some days are good. Some days you do everything right. You go to church, you go to youth, you read your Bible, you pray, and everything still goes wrong. Lewis, sometimes you have a bad day, but you know what? My mercies are new every morning. You can wake up tomorrow and you can bring me another gift. You can wake up tomorrow and you can pray. You can wake up tomorrow, you can worship. You can wake up tomorrow and read your Bible. And maybe you'll have a better day, Lewis. Don't let the anger take hold. Don't let the bitterness take hold. Things are going to go wrong in your life. Sometimes people who are the most popular lose. Sometimes people who are the most poor win. That's the way the world works. Bill Gates, all the money in the world. Billionaire, was once the richest person on earth. And guess what? His wife hates him and divorced him. And he lost half of the billions. Sometimes the winners lose. And sometimes the losers win. You're not a loser. You can wake up tomorrow and bring God a gift. And when you bring God your gift and you're sweaty and you're dirty and you're covered in blood because it's been hard, God can see you and bless you and answer your prayers. And if you're a winner, you're popular, guess what? Get over yourself. Wake up tomorrow and have another go. And he says, Lewis, get over yourself. Wake up tomorrow and have another go. And this is the truth. Before Jesus, no one could do it. Cain didn't have a hope in the world. Cain, the darkness and the evil and the bitterness that overtook him and he killed his brother and the first person ever born to a woman was a murderer and that's how the world is. But guess what? With Jesus, you can decide that you don't need to let the darkness rule you. You can decide you don't need to let the bitterness rule you. You can decide you don't need to let the anger rule you. You can choose light and you can choose life and you can choose love. Because Jesus says, if you trust in Him, He is the light of the world. He says, if you trust in Him, He's the well that won't run dry. He says, if you trust in Him, He is the bread of life. And you can choose that. You can wake up tomorrow and every day and choose that. You can be filled with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. You can have it all. And that's what we're about here at the Valley. I don't care if you feel like a winner or a loser. I don't care if you bring a box of wheat picks or if you bring a, a sheep. God doesn't care about what you bring Him. He just wants you to wake up every day and follow Him and try your best and lean towards the light instead of the darkness. That's all He wants. Um, bow your heads and close your eyes for one second.
God, I pray for everyone in this room, everyone in this room that wants to pursue you with passion, everyone that wants to choose you, everyone that doesn't want to let the darkness rule, because that's the way of the world. In the world, the darkness always rules. In the darkness, there's murder. In the, dark, in the world, there's hate. In the world, there's all these bad things. But God, we want to choose the light. We don't want to be like Cain. We want to be a new kind of human. We want to be like Jesus. We want to follow the light. So God, would you? I pray a blessing over anyone in this room who struggled today, who had a bad day. Would they wake up tomorrow, give it another crack sometimes? you win, sometimes you lose, but no matter what, we can choose the light.